Hi, this is Diana Castro, and you're tuning in to Leaders with a Mission. And today, I have a treat for you. I drive my husband crazy, everybody. I know I tell about this man, so I am so happy that I got him here for you guys. So let me tell you a little bit about him. His name is Dr. Aaron Wilkerson, and he's a human dedicated to up-leveling humanity. He's committed to helping people find alignment of mind, body, and soul while unleashing untapped inner potential. His mission is to awaken those that are ready to thrive, not just survive. He is a licensed chiropractor, energy worker, teacher, brave heart badass, and with you, Dr. Aaron. Hi. Yay! Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for flying all the way from Denver to Miami just to meet with us. Thank you well, so course. much. Yeah, it's so good to be here. So um, I want to tell everyone about what you do. Okay. And um, I also want people to learn a little bit about the human behind this mission of unleashing untapped potential, which I think that that's kind of innate in how you got started with this journey. So can you tell us a little bit about your your story? Yeah, I mean, it really is. the. It's, it's interesting that you say that because I guess... We don't really know our own origin story until somebody starts asking about it a little bit, right? So thank you for asking because it's fun to think about. Um, when I was in chiropractic school, and I went to chiropractic school kind of on a whim. I wasn't the kind of kid who did, oh, mom says, let's go do this or let's go. But in my mid-20s, my mom called one day and said, well, why don't you be a chiropractor? And I thought, well, I don't know anything about a chiropractor. I've never been to chiropractic school. I've never talk to a chiropractor, any of that. But I looked into it and I went, okay, yeah, let's go do it. And so I signed up for chiropractic school. I go out, get into the school, not knowing that they kind of accept everybody, right? <laughs> like you think you're special. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you have hands? Yeah, great. <laughs> right, there's a joke yeah, in chiropractic. Yeah, you look at their hands and you're like, oh, you'd be a great chiropractor. <laughs> not knowing that you, not knowing you just say that to everybody, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> look at that. Um, so I go and I do this and I get about two years into school and I'm walking down the street to school one day and there's a car wreck over on the side of the road, just a fender bender, nothing too serious, but the people got out of their cars and they start yelling at each other and they start explicitive, right? This, yeah. and I look over there and I said, holy crap, these people are going to be coming to me to take care of them, to fix them, to, right? And I don't even like people. And I went, this is a big deal. I'm two years into school. I'm 60 plus thousand dollars in debt at this point. Like this is a problem. And so about for the next two weeks, I started thinking about it. And I talked to friends and I talked to people. And I'm like, well, Aaron, that's ridiculous. You love people. We watch you interact. You clearly yes. like people in it. And it hit me at that moment. And it was really neat that what I didn't like was I didn't like the way that people treated themselves. I didn't like the way that people treated each other. And in the whole, I didn't really like the way that people were treating the planet. And so I thought, okay, if I can help people start to treat themselves better, then they'll probably start to treat each other better. And if they start treating each other better, then they'll start treating the planet better. Okay, we're back on track. We can do this. We're not in the wrong place, but, you know. Um, and that's kind of where it started, right? That's kind of where I got that sense of, here's what I need to do. This is what I want to go do. And it was shortly after that, actually, that the type of work, the specific type of chiropractic work. Yes, because I was going to jump into that. I was like, go ahead. Yeah, I people feel might say, yeah, chiropractic, a big deal. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, this is like chiropractic of like a friend of ours said, if 
And this was his definition. And I, I couldn't agree. Like if Reiki and chiropractic were to have a baby, that's what you do. <laughs> like that's what, what, what the kind of chiropractic care that you do. So yeah, tell me about that because this is not your regular like cracking and popping and like No, it's fixing. very different. It's so. interesting. I was just having a conversation with somebody and they're like, do you do kind of the this? Because that kind of scares me. I was like, no, no, we use a really soft touch at the right place at the right time with just the right amount of force. And what happens is we elicit this healing wave and this healing energy in your body. Right? Our bodies, and I'll go back in a second, but our bodies know how to heal themselves, right? They know how to self-organize. If you cut your finger, if you do something, it's not the Band-Aid that heals it. The Band-Aid creates the conditions and the space for that, but the body can do it. It knows how to reorganize. It's doing trillions of things right now while you and I are having this conversation. It's like taking care of all sorts of amazing We're stuff. We're breathing, our heart is beating. Like, right, yes. digesting food, creating new skin cells, listening and hearing and inputting this and translating it into something we can understand. And so I'd gone through chiropractic school about two years in and classmates would get adjusted and would adjust me. And I'm kind of like, okay, that's neat. Nice. Right? And, and? But it didn't, yeah, and it was kind of nice, but it didn't really, right? And I had never had what people traditionally associate, like neck pain, back pain, things like that. So it was just neat. Now I had classmates who had been in car wrecks and had been told, you're, you know, you're never going to walk again or you're going to have this. And they had gone to chiropractors and those people had really, you couldn't tell them it doesn't work because they had the experience. They were the walking. So it was just about a two weeks after that experience that I had with the car wreck and People came in and a classmate came back and he said, you want to get on the table and try this new technique? And he does this. And I get up off that table after like five, seven minutes, something like that. And I get up and I'm sitting bolt upright. My hands are sweaty in a full sympathetic response. I'm like, what did you do to me? <laughs> I'm like, what was that? I was like, dude, I got to have more. Like, I need to know more of that. So I started studying this stuff. And what it turns out it is, is it's a technique called network spinal analysis. And Donald Epstein created it. And the primary focus is that instead of focusing on where the things are stuck, we really focus on where there's safety, right? So anybody out there right now, it, it, if I asked you, where is there pain or tension in your body? I can tell you, wait, like, right. here, here, boom, here, boom, here, boom, here, here, here. If I said, where is there peace? Where is there safety? It's a different question. And the question makes the mind go, what? Wait, I've never been asked this. Right, where is it? And it doesn't know how to look for it as much. But it's there, I promise. We all have it. We all have a place of peace, a place of often when we're stressed, we'll put our hands there. We'll do it, right? We know intuitively knowing where to go to it. Well, we also have that along the spine. And so when somebody lays on the table, instead of looking and saying, where are things stuck? Where, where is something wrong? What, right. Like, yeah. And if, and if you lay on the table and I go, what's wrong with this person? Imagine right now, just even if we do it energetically, but if I ask you right now, what's wrong with you? Ugh. Right? So, <laughs> I hate that question. What right. do you mean what's wrong? Yeah. Right. But the, if I start in with, I go, what's right with you? Where are you ripe to explode? Where are you ripe to heal? Where are you? And I go in there, then your system plumps up even without me ever touching you, not even me asking you that out loud. If I ask that question to the, the field. the intentionality. Yeah. In that it. space between us, right? Which is where all communication takes place, right? So now we're having this in the space between us, then the energy starts to rise and your body will then go, oh, touch me right here, please. And we go in and just very gently, I mean, I call it the power of a whisper, 
right? If I started yelling right now, you could hear me, but you'd go, wait, why are you? But if I start talking quieter and quieter. It's like you want to lean in. Right, you're going to come in, exactly. And so it's the same thing. If I go to the right place and I go, boom, your brain goes, what's that? What I heard you say was something like, instead of looking what's wrong, instead of placing energy in the things that are depleting us, what if? What if we just we were just to go to the places that are energetically already up and heavy and, and like we just where you place your attention and intention that expands. One hundred percent. I feel like that's like that that's my translation based on what you just said. Like it's not about the wrong, it's about where do we find flow and For how sure. do we multiply that? Well, in any relationship, right? Any relationship. If we first focus on what's working, if we first focus on where there is connection, where there is possibility, where there is opportunity, that creates the space then, and we can go explore, cool, now from here there's enough energy, we now let's safer. go take a look at where. I love that. We feel right. so much safer to, to lean in, to have more uncomfortable conversation in, in that space. There's more receptivity. Mm -hmm. There's more receiving. Absolutely. And I like to think of it as when we start with what we agree upon and we start with agreement, right? Agreement is coming to harmony. And so if we start with the agreement, then we can work out the details. Yes. Right. We got this agreement. We both agree that this is the value of life or this is, yeah, cool. Beautiful. Now let's work out some of the details. What happens is we get so stuck in the details that we forget what the original agreement was. And so we got to keep going back to that every once in a while. And so with the physical body, what we do is we go in and we say, well, when we make that touch and it shifts the nervous system from sympathetic fight or flight into parasympathetic rest, heal, and digest. And it's common in, in short sessions where people will just go, I kind of feel like I fell asleep on the table. And you go, were you aware of the music the whole time? Yeah, I was. You go, what happens is the sympathetic nervous system monitors the external world. The parasympathetic monitors the internal world. So when the sympathetic shuts down, you go internal. And now the focus is on, oh. Here's the thing, and this is why I'm like, I, yeah. like, I keep like telling everyone about you whenever I have a chance. Um, I need stocks in your thing, just by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, is my experience in working with you um, was not only physical, but spiritual, mental, and, and emotional in mm -hmm. a sense of... Yeah. Um, I mean, and and here's the thing: everyone experiences things differently. This, you know, like you, everybody will have a different experience. Mm -hmm. Mine and my own thing mm -hmm. was coming to center, feeling feeling energy that I had stored away come back and and be in my body and 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 have clarity and have more connect. It was just like, what the hell did you do yeah. to me? <laughs> <laughs> What's what moment? Like, how high, how high, how is it that I have been out of this flow mm -hmm. and still function? Where, where was every piece of me left behind? It, it was so integrative. So that's why I'm saying like, it's not chiropractic. Like, let me just tell you, right. like, that I think that's the excuse of it. And it is so much more deeper than that. Explain that, like now, Beautiful. one, two, three. Perfect. So a couple of things. The epitome of, or the, the source of suffering for humans is separation. It's disconnection. 
When we feel separated from that which we desire, that which we love the most, that creates the space for suffering. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. right? Anybody who's ever had their heart broken, that suffering is because that which you desire the most is what you want, right? So when we think of parts of ourselves, parts of ourselves that we've disowned, parts of ourselves that we've shamed, they call it the shadow self or they call it this, right? Now, what if we can actually bring into alignment? You're saying the word flow, bring into alignment. You start to use the word connected. I feel more connected. I feel more integrated. I feel more whole. It's bringing those parts that we've disassociated from, that we've blamed and shamed, that we've judged as being not good enough, or we allowed somebody else's story to judge us in that and say, that part of you is this. And so we've gone, oh, I can't show that. I can't show my playful side because that lost whatever. me love. X, yeah, X, whatever X. the story is. The beauty of it is, is that that all gets organized through your spine and in your physiology. And so, yes, when we, when we move beyond the chiropractic realm to the energy aspect of it, and we move into then how do we help this person get more vital? How do we help this person become more alive? Those dissonant parts get to come into alignment. It was crazy. Um, for me, it was even at some point, I felt like I could hear more tunely. I could, sure. like, I could see the, it was like every sense got like a hit of, I don't know what, but whatever, <laughs> whatever was activated in there, it was just such a beautiful experience of feeling connected and feeling like I, I got pieces of me back. Exactly. So thank you for You're thank welcome. you for that. Um, yeah. So I know that some of the work that you do also talks about like who we who we become, like like how we how our phys physiology affects everything else around us. Can you dive a little bit deeper into that? Well, yeah. You 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 mentioned something. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned something that's really or you asked a really profound question, which is. With all of this dissonance, with this disconnection, with this, how was I even living? How was I even functioning? Yes. If you take a musical instrument that's out of tune, it will still play music. It just, it just sounds horrible. It just, horrible's <laughs> tough, right? Some worse than others. You know, horrible's in the eye of the beholder, right? But, but it doesn't sound as good. It's not right. If you take a Stradivarius violin, I don't care how nice the violin is. If it's out of tune, it's out of tune, right? But what's neat is that what we found is that there's a signature rhythm for each and every one of us. Yes, tell me more, tell right? me more. And that's what alignment is. When we come into that signature rhythm and there's a sensory motor strategy for that. And as that starts to move through your body, anything that's not you starts to go away. And we become more attractive to and more attracted to that which is in harmony with our own alignment. So life starts to change and we start to play a different song. We start to sing a different note and our note starts to resonate more clearly and more cleanly into the world. And as it does, anything that resonates with that will then, and we start to create our own tide and we start to attract and be attracted to that which, which aligns with who we truly are. And you mentioned something which it, it takes us into a different rabbit hole and it is so part of this conversation, which is sound. Mm -hmm. that is part of this. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I feel like um, it is such a healing portion of this work to allow sound to be, sound from within to be part of it. Yes, please. I know it's, it feels like it's a lot of cuckoo head that I'm, but it will make sense. No, there's... Just saying. 
Yeah, let's make it make sense. <laughs> so in my understanding of things and what I've been taught and the way I see things organize is um, sound is what organizes matter, right? So right. I think it's cytomatics is if you look it up, right? And they put the metal filings or sand on a, on a metal plate and they put different frequencies through it. It'll arrange into different crystal formations, right? Different geometric formations based on the frequency that's going through it. So it's sound that organizes things. Right. And so light is the matter. Sound is what gives it shape. <clears throat> Go back. Where did the unit, where do they say the universe started with a big, what a big bang, bang. or the word of God or the word for, of God whatever sound, you, yes. right? That's that same thing. So thank you for bringing that in. It's the same. It starts with a sound. It didn't start with a flash. It started with a flash. Nope. That's not the story. And there's a reason for that story. Now, sound on the inside that's interesting is sound tends to be when we laugh, when we yell, when we scream, when we make pleasurable sounds and whatever, sound is the expression of emotion. It's the expression of the internal emotional state or the energetic state, right? If we start laughing, right? Have you ever, you know, growing up, you go to church or whatever, right? And you're not supposed to laugh in church, right? So you're sitting there and your friend does something funny and you're like, <coughs> what happens? It builds tension, right? Now you leave the church and you go, ha, 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 and oh, that tension is released. But what about when you're at the bank? What about when you're in traffic? What about when you're in a relationship and you go, yeah, or you're angry, or, right, you're, like, you or angry, you're like, but, and you have a story now, well, a good girl wouldn't do that. A good boy wouldn't do that. A good mom or a good public, citizen, blah, blah, blah. you can't make that sound. Boys don't cry. Girls don't get mad. Whatever it would be, these silly stories. Then we suppress that sound. And the sound, what we're doing by suppressing the sound is we're suppressing the release of that energy, the expression of that emotional state, mm. right? And if that gets suppressed enough, then it either we go numb and we go, no, everything's fine. Or it starts to build until we go, you know what, enough of this. Because it can only, comp or it gets leaked out on our loved ones and stuff. Because Not it's in a very healthy way, would I say. <laughs> right. Just saying. So, What's beautiful is that as people go through this, yes, everybody has different experiences. If, if I wanted to experience a, a rapturous state of spirituality, do you think I could do it from this physiology? Right. To experience a rapturous state of physiology, I have to be able to go into this. Now, if my spine can't go into this physiology, I can't, expand I can't that experience expression. that emotional state. I can't experience that energetic state. The same as if I wanted to get angry, I couldn't do it from here right? I'm so angry. It doesn't work, right? So there's a physiology. There's a sensory motor strategy for each one of those. And then that creates a frequency and it's sound. But what we're really talking about is an acoustic rhythm. Mm -hmm. And it's the acoustic frequency that then organizes what's around us. Mm -hmm. I would love to keep you forever and keep asking you questions. And um, let me ask you just this two more questions, please. Number one, what is your personal definition for leadership? That's a great question. Uh, my initial thought immediately came to mind is Joseph Campbell's quote, the presence of vital people vitalizes. Mm. And Say when that we, again, that was deep. Well, yeah, Joseph Campbell says, the presence of vital people vitalizes, wow. right? when we get ourselves into an energized state, the presence of joyous people enjoys people, right? Enraptures people, that's what it is. So I think a leadership starts with self-leadership. 
It starts with, and not in a selfish way, like not, no, I've got to take care of myself and nobody else. And Screw you. <laughs> right. But get yourself into a vital state. What is it that gets you vital? What is it that lights you up, right? For me, it's service and fun, right? And having conversations and doing this. This lights me up. When I'm in this state, then, I align, then I'm aligned and I inspire and I come from this energy. So getting that comes from a beautiful place. So leadership to me starts with that. And then it starts with sharing it with others and then sharing it with more and sharing it with more. Multiplying and sharing and co-creating. Mm-hmm. I love it. And the last question is, um, what books feed your soul? What books feed my soul? Um, the one I'm getting ready to write. No, the, uh, <laughs> uh, books that feed my soul. Uh, interestingly enough, I like to read historical books. Um, I like to read books that are also written on sociology and studies of that about revolutions. And um, there's a book, and I'm for blanking on the author right now, but it's called Anatomy of Revolution. And it talks about transformation of incomplete cultures. But what's interesting is it goes through the same transformations of the individual. And I love to take the macro and relate it to the micro and take the micro to the macro. Uh, There's a great book that I'm reading right now called True Believer. It was written back in the 50s um, about how you start momentums and how, uh, excuse me, movements and how that happens. So those are the kind of things that really spark that personal revolutionist inside of me that go, yeah, how do we help? Yeah, I want to know how to do that. And so, and so then to turn a personal revolution into evolution and, and do that. So books like that. That's fun. That sounds yeah. like fun. I'll check into it. Yeah, they're neat. And I lied. This is not the last question. Um, the last <laughs> question <laughs> is where can people get more of you? Where can people find you? Easiest place right now would be my website, AaronWilkerson.com. Uh, on there, you'll find access to me, information uh, to reach me. You can always reach me at Aaron at AaronWilkerson.com as well. Um, yeah, that's probably the easiest place right now. You can find me in Denver, Colorado, or in Miami talking to you. (laughs) That's the coolest thing. Thank you so much. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for being and showing up the way you show up. Thank you for your contribution in my life and in the lives of the people that surround you because that the world definitely would not be the same without you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I feel that. And if I may, I want to add one little, may I add yes, one little piece? Yes, of course. What's the really neatest thing is that I'm blessed enough to have decided at one point, and I guess this goes to the leadership thing, that when I choose who I want to work with, one of the primary questions that I ask is, by working with this person, do I believe that it's going to be able to impact more people through this person so that I can vicariously serve more people through that. And so um, with all humbleness and all honor and all just true appreciation, thank you. Thank you for having me here. And thank you for, yeah, thank you. I appreciate you. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) We're not going to do that right now. Thank you. (laughs) All right, peeps. (laughs) Okay, so there you have it. Please. Don't go, okay? Um, And for those of you who are looking to amplify your mission with the power of video, please visit us at fourproductions.com and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you.